Yeah. And plus, you know, like I was, uh, I exercised this morning too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was doing like a bunch of like crunches and just like, you know, I told you how I randomly exercise. Like I'll put on uh-huh. music and like do my crazy. <laughs> Your flailing dance. My flailing dance. The <laughs> Is there any up. like, like uh structure to that? Or you just, reason? Yeah. No, not really. Just well, flail around? Yeah. No, I'll flail around, but then I'll also like keep count and like do specific things for a certain amount of counts. Just by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I don't think I could do that. I couldn't come up with that. I actually... Well, I'd, I'd, you can't exercise by yourself? No, I mean, well, not without some kind of entertainment or some kind of structure. If I'm running, that's fine, but I couldn't, I don't think I could just stand in the, in, yeah, no, I don't think I could do that. Not without something going on. I did some, no, I did some exercises today, too. Oh, what did you do? Uh, did you go running? No, I didn't have time to go running, which sucks. My entire thing is being thrown off. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a lot of stuff going on today, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but um, I did eat my tuna fish, though. Well. Yes. That's very good for you. I know. I'm very <laughs> excited about that. No, I wish I, uh, I would have eaten tuna fish now instead of tacos. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have t- time to go running, so I, um, you know, I, I want to get get back into shape. So on on demand on TV, they have a whole exercise section, and so I did. Uh, you did an did exercise <laughs> video. I did an ab workout. Really? Yeah. yeah, seriously, I did. What kind of ab workout? What was it called? I don't remember the name of it. Like 10, 10 minute abs or something like that. I didn't have much time, so it was ten minutes. So I was like, "Oh, perfect." Nibs, was it a lady workout? No, that could go either way. Men and women have abs. Was it a, a group of people working out? You know, with the person? No, it was just no. There was just one person, you know, directing. So it was like a one-on-one. So it was a person. Session. Was it a one-on-one um, exercise session? Was it a woman? Was it a woman telling you to tighten your glutes? Get those crunches. Get that six-pack so you can fit into your summer bikini. There was no mention of summer bikinis. Was it a woman? Yes, it was a woman. Was she saying, come on, ladies, you can do it? No, she didn't say ladies. She made no reference to gender. It's perfectly fine. I can, I can accept a uh, female exercise instructor. Oh, no, I'm okay so with that. I. So it's just, you know, sometimes uh, <laughs> some workouts are catering more toward one sex or the other. And usually the, you know, the ones that are hosted by women are usually men, you know. For women. They did talk a lot about hips. They talk a lot about hips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah perhaps. Uh, yeah. Let's slimming down those hips a little. God, did I do a lady workout? Seriously? I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Yes, I did a lady workout. There. My it's name out is there. Greg, and I did a lady workout. I did workout. a lady workout. 10 minute abs. Hey, I think before we delve into the show, I think we should delve into mm. that over there. Oh, yes. Let me uh, grab that over there. Yes. Uh, wow. Well, my abs are feeling worked out, though. Well, that's good. You know, if it worked, then more power to you. I want to get Thank my six-pack back. What if you start to uh, become shaped like a woman because you're doing all the woman <laughs> crunches? 
<laughs> start retaining water. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get. Sh- I'm not having a bell curve. Did she say that it was really good to do crunches during your menstrual cycle? To no, she did not mention a menstrual cycle. She didn't refer to me as a lady. Well, of course she didn't. She's a person on TV. Well, it's a one-on-one session, though. You know, it's basically like my own private instructor. On. on... Did she encourage you? Yes. <laughs> come on, you're ladies. really gonna feel it this time. You're really gonna feel it this time. All right, come on, one more. We can do one more of these. All right. So if you're if you're getting tired, go ahead and take a break. Go stretch out on your inflatable yoga ball. <laughs> God, I feel lame now. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what it takes, though. Whatever it takes. I'm going to get some semblance of my... You're going to do it. I'm going to get some semblance of my six-pack back. It's going to happen. Best of luck, sir. As I'm getting ready to open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty much my biggest detriment, I think. Mm-hmm. But, also, uh, because sometimes people... There are people in life who can lose weight by taking away things. I would from I, their diets, and but and there's I some people totally. who lose it by um, like adding on to what they're already doing. And I'm an add-oner too. Like, you know, for example, like I eat you know the foods that I like and do drink beer, but at the same time, like I'm not going to stop eating. Like I can't like starve myself. Yeah. So I've got to add. Yes, yeah, so, well, I've got to add exercise into it. So instead of taking food mm. away, like I have to add you know something else. Something else in order to try and get my figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's figure and exercise talk. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I did a lady workout. <laughs> Whatever. Sue me. But why didn't you have um, any time to go running this uh, morning, Greg? Well, because we have been hard at work on something uh, for quite a while now, and uh, it is finally up and uh, there for your perusal. It is the all-new FunEmploymentRadio.com. So uh, we have completely revamped the website, and uh, it is up now, which I'm, uh, I'm stoked about it. I am, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still, you know, like, this is our this is our effort. Like, we've been putting this together, you know, for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so we're, yeah, we're more than happy to hear, you know, what you think. Yeah, feedback. We find it a lot easier to navigate. Yeah, we think it's easier to navigate. It's definitely a lot easier to maintain and uh, keep up to date. And it's all there on one site now. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm quite fond of it. But, yeah, we would love to hear feedback, you know, either way. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, you know, give us suggestions because we're novices at this, mm-hmm. you know, at <laughs> the bottom line. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was both of us working on this too. So, you know, this was not, uh, I know that last one I built, but this was completely the two of us, um, equal effort on everything. Yeah. It was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> equal effort minus the fact that Greg knows the most about all the computer <laughs> stuff. So like when we're getting ready to put it up this morning, I'm like, cause Greg's over there like typing in all the codes and stuff. And I'm like, what should I be doing? And you're like, well, I know. Why don't you go through and delete these, like, you know, these numbers from there and then change numbers? I'm like, okay. So I'm over here in the corner, like, doing the world's most mundane, easiest task. And I was told, I totally felt like a little kid, like some, you know, like the slow kid in class where someone's like, now here's a crayon. I need you to cover this entire piece of paper with the red crayon, but, you know, don't get it on the desk. And it's like one of those busy things. To, like, don't go outside of the lines. Can to, you do it? To keep them from damaging anything. Just. That's not how I meant it. So I'm like, Greg, I can just go in and you know fiddle around and find some stuff you're like here's what you can do which was pretty funny <laughs> well you know it was a, it was an important made, piece of the puzzle it was busy work yeah it was an important piece it had to be done 
And you did great at it. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we also You're but, the best colorer here. <laughs> <laughs> well, also one of the things that we have too is like this fun rotating little like picture box thing. Yeah. Too, which is one of our favorite. Yes. So uh, and with uh, featuring a whole bunch of those new photos that we got from Ray Gordon. Yeah. So every time you refresh the page, or if you go to a different page, like a new picture will pop up in mm-hmm. the little box thing. Yes. So go there now. Funemploymentradio.com. Woohoo! Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's fun. So. Uh, hopefully everything, uh, I don't know, seems to be going pretty well. I gotta say though, I, I'm a little bit, uh, brain dead mm-hmm. from after working on all this stuff. Just like anything like that. Well, I mean, the Butters I'm, was going crazy while yeah, we were Yeah, Butters, yeah, so you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's like jamming her head, like, under the desk and like uh-huh. knocking off all your shit. Yeah, no, because I, she was reaching her pop on there and then knocking my keyboard off. Because I wasn't, I don't know, paying enough attention to her or something. But mm-hmm. she's just been so weird. And the thing is, the smoke alarm, I figured it out because it, it hasn't gone off for a while. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, she seemed a little off kilter. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it is. I don't know why this this actually reminds me of something. On the uh, forum, I was taking a look and somebody posted this link to this item you can buy that um, will uh, create a beeping noise. And it's, uh, the sole purpose is just to annoy people. So, it's like the size of a little circuit board mm-hmm. and it's got a magnet on it. And you can set it so that it'll do these beeps like at odd intervals, like a smoke alarm type of beat, like every two minutes and then every eight minutes. So that you'll hear it once. And then if you try to track it down, it'll be at a different, uh, different time. <laughs> and so, I guess you could take this thing and, and put it in someone's house and just hide it behind somewhere and it'll take them forever to find it. Oh, that's hilarious. That Maybe someone awesome. did that to you. Yeah, that was what they were suggesting. No, I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. If it starts back up and I still can't figure it out, it was driving me insane, though. You're going to crack that is, that is an awesome idea, though. I think I'm going to get one of those, and next time I go visit somebody's house, I'm going to leave it there. And just see. It. So word to the wise, everybody. Don't invite Greg to your house. <laughs> well, it's better than leaving porn in pockets like I used to do. Yeah, that came out wrong. Uh, porn in pockets? Well, at the... At one of my old houses in Portland, whoever lived there beforehand, and this was not me, I did not order these, but they would get these little um, little magazines advertising movies, porns, mm-hmm. and uh, for, they were on like a mailing list for it. So it would show up at the house like once a month. And um, so what we would start doing, you know, when we'd have guests over, just like rip out a little picture and stuff it in their pockets or in their <laughs> bags. Just find random could, porn. Yeah, so that way when they go like through the, uh, through, when they're going through like airport security and you have to empty your pockets, oh, there's a picture of a big penis in your pocket. <laughs> and they have to somehow explain. Okay, that's pretty hilarious. It was, yeah, it, it was awesome. Yeah. We had so many people get pissed off about that. Actually, that's, that was one time, we've talked about Mr. Happy on the show before, the uh, giant double-headed dildo. Yes. Yes. Um, I stuck that in my brother's bag one time when he went through the airport <laughs> going back to San Diego. Oh my God, you are a dick. <laughs> Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. Oh, I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I find that quite enjoyable. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So anyway. All right. Enough, enough porn talk. <laughs> um, and we, uh, well, we got to talk about something else that we did that was awesome that yesterday. Was cool. Completely unexpected and um, and very cool. So... You know, we talked about how we wanted to watch the Blazer game yesterday, you know, first opening game. Well, we not only got to watch the Blazer game, we went to the Blazer game. Yeah, our buddy Dan Bozick, who works for uh, 105.9 The Brew here in Portland, Oregon, old co-worker of ours, a good mm-hmm. friend of ours, he called me. Um, so I just finished riding my bike home, and I was sweaty, and then I heard my Clarissa explains it all, you know, ringtone going off in my bag, and I was just walking up to my back porch. So I pulled it out, and I'm like, Dan Bozick. I'm like, hmm, I haven't talked to him in a while. I'm just like, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like... 
going to watch the Blazer game. I think he's like, do you want to actually watch it? I have extra tickets. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I called, yeah, so I called Greg and I couldn't get a hold of him. So I'm like, I'm like, shit, because we had just left each other. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's annoyed that I'm calling already. <laughs> so soon I'm like, hi, Greg, I haven't seen you for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, that was not it. So I called and I knew that you might have had plans. So I'm like, well, shit, I'll call you know a couple more people just to see. And nobody was getting back to me. So I was getting to the point where I was going to call Bozik back and be like, well, I guess because I had some friends that were actually already going, so they didn't need tickets. And then um, yeah, I was supposed to hang out with another friend. Then her basement flooded. So I'm like, okay, I don't. I'm like, this is awesome that I have tickets, but I don't have anything to do. And then you finally called back. Yeah. And you got the okay. And so um, everything just worked out awesomely. So you took the bus to my house. Then our friends Heather and Angela just happened to be driving by our house, like yeah. my house right then. Got a ride there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. Um, so and say the best part. Two hundred level club seats. Which are awesome seats. I have never sat in uh, in the club seats before. So what it is, it's an extra section. Like you have your own bar there. They get like it's a whole section. Like that entire section has a bar for yeah, it. Yeah. So basically, you get and, your like, check- food. And- yeah, because you get your tickets checked downstairs, but then uh-huh. you have to go up this magical escalator where mm-hmm. they recheck your tickets and yeah. don't let you up there. So Greg and I are you know just like looking crazy, and we're like, okay, I guess this is where we go. Yeah. So we go with the secret. Uh, escalator. <laughs> so yeah, where you get checked again. I've never had to get have my tickets checked mm-hmm. again. Yeah, to get into the separate section because they wanted to keep the riffraff out like oh, yeah. us. Um, so, uh, so they did look confused as to why we were going up there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you could buy these tickets. Yes. Um, so yeah, so we get we got to go to the game and yes, yeah, sit in these amazing seats. It was it was awesome. I mean, right close. And the one of the coolest parts was so the chairs actually had binoculars attached to them. Yeah, underneath them, so we could watch like the whole game. With the binoculars. Uh-huh. It was fascinating. And plus, not only a game, but like look around and see people. Like, yes. you could like see Paul Allen like really close, watch uh-huh. all the uh, players like talking shit to each other. Yeah. And, like, that was the coolest it thing. It was really cool. But it, it is kind of uh, weird that they have the binoculars on those seats versus the 300 level ones where you where you actually need them. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, re- really didn't need the binoculars to see the game very well, but it was fun. And was just cool. And just peeping on people around the stadium. Oh, yeah. Totally caught some people like picking their noses and mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it, that was half the fun. That's the weird thing about binoculars too is like you're looking at someone from you know all the way from a far distance, and then it looks mm-hmm. like they're looking right back at you sometimes. Yeah, because I'm like, oh god, are they oh, watching me stare at them? <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing, the the one thing that was a little strange was the were the people sitting next to us. Yeah, they um they didn't seem very happy that we were there. <laughs> they hated us. Yeah, pretty much from the second we walked in. And uh, I, I mean, mean, we did nothing wrong. We nothing. weren't obnoxious, weren't drunk. No, like, no, not at all. Just walking. We were just excited. Like, we were just like, oh, and like, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me, because our tickets yeah. happened to be in the middle of the row. Yeah, no, we we didn't, we weren't doing anything. We weren't being obnoxious in any way. But uh, yeah, this woman, when we're walking by her, because uh, she, well, she had to stand up, which uh, may have been a bit of Might a task. Um, so she, she, anyway, we, we walked by her and she just sits there and glares at us the entire way, like in undeniable glare, mm. absolutely pissed off that we're going down to sit next to her. And, um, just kept giving all these just rude glances to us the entire time that we're sitting there. And, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it, it made things a little bit awkward. I gotta it say. Did. It for, made me fear like go, like, I'm like, I'm not going to get up. You know, out of my seat except for like halftime. That's the thing. It's like I had to go to the bathroom at one point, but I'm like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not going to bother with it. No, I'm just going to wait. Like it was like the biggest inconveniencing thing. Mm -hmm. Like you know, because she's you know in a public stadium. You know, that's the thing. For all she knows, we paid for those tickets too. Seriously, you know. Yeah, and so she was just glaring at us the entire time. Made it really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She looked so angry the entire time. She kept taking up the uh, the armchair side of mine too. Oh, she was bleeding over onto my seat. Well. 
So uh, my left arm didn't get to sit on the uh, on the armrest. She apparently needed two armrests. Oh, see, I'm so glad that you took that seat instead of mine because I got to sit next to a really awesome couple. Yeah, I know. I noticed <laughs> you were... chatting away to them over there, and then I just had uh, yeah, angry lady. <laughs> the angry big lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, she was she was so pissed. It was like I was actually like trying to delay coming back from halftime, so we ended up meeting mm-hmm. up with a bunch of friends at halftime. Which that place is a maze. Once you're upstairs, we couldn't figure oh, out yeah. how to get back. You know, well, down. because they have their their own separate entrances mm-hmm. and and ways to get in there because you have to show your ticket to get back up in up in there. Oh. Which is just weird. Yeah, and so we were like in the uh, elevator with the f- mascot with Blaze. Oh yeah, Blaze. <laughs> which was just weird. I do have to say the Blazers uh, do not have the greatest mascot. No. And this is uh, no offense to the guy in the suit. I'm talking about the actual mascot of what they have. It's Blaze the Trail Cat. That might actually be offensive to the guy in the suit because he designed it. <laughs> well, I don't care. I uh, know it's it's the whole idea of it. No, it's stupid. I, I don't I don't care. The suit looks fine if that's what if you're going for Blaze the Trail Cat. But I'm just saying the idea of Blaze the Trail Cat cat as a mascot. What the hell's a trail cat? I know. I don't you know? know. I don't know. Oh, we do have to say though that Greg um, at certain moments, particularly because we were sharing um, a set of uh, binoculars because they were just under my seat. I had the magical seat this time. Yeah, you really did. Greg got the yeah mm-hmm. the angry lady and no binoculars, whereas I got the happy girl next to me and the binoculars under my seat. So I was, I saw them when we were going to sit. I'm like, oh my. Because someone had already been sitting in my seat, because I I went to sit down and there was like a jacket and an umbrella. I'm like, what the hell? So I kept my ticket out the whole time just so you know this person yeah. wasn't. I was kind of fearing <laughs> it's that my seat. too. It's my seat. Yeah, I was going to get you know like someone's going to be like, get out of my chair. And I'm like, this is my ticket. <laughs> but yeah, so there's already all that crap there. And then as you know, because the seat was still up, I saw the binoculars and I thought maybe someone had left them too. But lo and behold, they're attached to the seats. Yeah, it looked like somebody had actually taken the ones that were below my seat. Oh really? Yeah, because there was a string there, but there were no binoculars oh, attached. Geez. So someone stole the cheap binoculars <laughs> from the expensive seats. Um, well, the time that Greg liked to use the binoculars the most, um, it was so funny. Like I'd be looking, and I'm just like, Greg, let me know when you want to look through them, because I was just obsessed with these <laughs> binocular things. And then all of a sudden, they'd be like, time out. And then all of a sudden, the little blazer girls in their pleather pants would come bouncing out. And Greg would like snatch the <laughs> binoculars from me and start like looking down. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She looks like a stripper. <laughs> She looks like she, oh yeah. Do you, do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that girl's tramp stamp? Wow, there are a lot of tramp stamps out there. See that tramp stamp? That girl's pretty hot. I don't know. I like that. That blonde Asian girl's pretty hot. I don't know. It was purely for journalistic purposes. You know, I wanted to be able to report on how they how they look. I've never seen the Blazers dancers up close. You know, I just wanted to see. You know, get the whole thing. They're working very hard. You know, they're trying to entertain people, and I just wanted to give them the you know the the proper credit or something. Do you know what the binoculars did reveal about the Blazers dancers, which I'd never noticed before? What? Because from a distance, they you know a lot, a majority of them look like you know, like little white blonde girls. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Hmm. A lot of the Blazers dancers are blonde Asian girls, <laughs> which it was. I was so surprised because like from a distance, you know, like in your mind, I don't know if this makes me sound horrible, but I didn't know because all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, that's a cute little Asian girl with like white blonde hair. Yeah. I don't know. It was very interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't pay. Yeah, you weren't looking the, at their That faces, wasn't really yeah. the part I was concerned with. I, You know, they work very hard on their outfits and their, their routines and their... Just wanted to uh, give them the proper uh, enjoyment of their performance. Well, many thanks to, <laughs> to Dan Bozick. Yes, you huge made thank our you. night. It was so cool. Yeah, it, it was, was like awesome. A separate, like, smoking <clears throat> patio and, like, you could tell, like, 
a lot like there was some there's some very there's a, there was money there oh yeah Definitely. those are expensive seats yeah so we were very privileged yesterday to be sitting up in you know, there. and people like and some of them like, like when we were on the smoking patio like even the smoking patio like they were kind of looking at us like we didn't even belong there yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's a fancy person smoking patio i <laughs> was cool yeah it was it was very cool the best part though was um what had happened before because you had heard this after the show so a little behind the curtain of my life so I'd called one of my friends to ask him if he wanted to watch the Blazer game with me because the person I was supposed to go see it with, um, Lisa Wood, her uh-huh. basement had flooded. Right. And so yeah, I yeah. called. So I'd called a friend of to mine. To go watch it at the at the bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. to go watch it at the bar. And so I'd called a friend of mine because you weren't sure if you were going to be able to go out. And then mm-hmm. um, and then my other friends were already going to the game. So I'm like, hey, just wanted to see if you know you wanted to watch the game tonight. Didn't know what you're doing. And he's like, yeah, I already have plans. Um, I'm meeting a bunch of people at the bar, like 11 or 12 of us. And um, yeah, we're already meeting there. So. Um, yeah, sorry, can't hang out. And I'm like, <laughs> didn't invite me. I just felt like such a jackass. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thanks for making this really awkward for me. Um, have fun. I'm like, well, that was where, because the bar he named was where I was going to go see it too. But then I felt like I couldn't go there. So I'm like, well, fuck. I guess yeah, I'm- but you can't own a bar. I know, but I would have just felt stupid. <laughs> so they'd sit by yourself in the corner yeah, and watch them. I know. <laughs> just just glare at them. So the most, the best thing about last night, so he'd already <laughs> said that I couldn't hang out with him and the cool kids. So I was kind of upset. Not Not upset, but just a little, like, yeah. Annoyed. Annoyed by it. So the best part was after going to the game last night, and then we all ended up going for a nightcap at a local establishment. And uh, the person who had told me I couldn't hang out with him happened to be there. And we got <laughs> to regale him with the tales of how we got to sit in the club lounge and um, <laughs> saw, you know, like all the crazy three-pointers <laughs> toward the end and binoculars and beers and just had the greatest time. It, that was a little bit of vindication. <laughs> so I'm like, I wasn't cool enough to hang out. Like, because if you would have said yes, then, you know, I would have already been there and I wouldn't have been able to get the tickets. Like, it all just kind of worked yeah. out. Yep. It worked out fantastic for us. <laughs> it was really cool. It was awesome. Sorry, yes. we don't mean to like, ramble you. on. It's just like, no, uh, but it never just, happens. Yeah, yeah, it's just really cool. It's, uh, you know, that's something that uh, I've, I mean, anytime I go to a Blazer game, I'm just sitting in the 300 level seats, you know, the cheap, the cheap ones, whatever the cheap things I can get, which is always fine. You know, I have no problem with that. But, when the opportunity arises, that's it's pretty cool to see how the other half uh, watches games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. That was cool. Yes. Yay! I can't even stop saying it. Thank you. Thank I know. You, Bozik. Yes. Thank you, you Bozik. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, long time. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, but and so yeah, and then uh, I don't know. When I got home, I was just exhausted too. Me too. I just crashed out. But um, I yeah, went, I went home and tried to watch some Gossip Girl, and really? failed. And then woke up this morning and watched it. Oh my god, that show is so good. <sighs> There's all kinds of secret plots and vendettas against each other. It's it's just, just everything about that sounds like nothing I would like. No, it's like the most childish show I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you like it. Which is why I like it. <laughs> wow. Um, it does make me feel kind of creepy to be watching it. Do you feel like you're too old to watch it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Well, especially like watching like the lives of, you know, like kids you know like rich kids that are only you know like 18 or 19 themselves and all their privilege and i'm sitting here you know a 30 year old girl <laughs> like sitting at my house watching like their manhattan elite lives it makes me feel a little weird well you also watch sex in the city and yeah but they're older right. than me well for another few well, years well <laughs> i don't know how old well, were they when they when that show first started 35 are you sure about I'm, this i am absolutely positive okay yep i'm just saying mm-hmm <laughs> They're 35 years old. So I have five more years before I'm the same age as the Sex and the City girls. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you have something to shoot for. I did you go on the Sex and the City tour when you were in? Yes. In, okay. Of course you did. 
And we you also went on the Gossip Girl one too, yes. didn't you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone on a television tour. My sister before. loved it when I came to visit because she would always have the excuse because she lived in Brooklyn. You know, she's like, "All oh, my friends are, you know, too cool to go on this kind of stuff." She's like, "I'm so happy because <laughs> we'd like be going through like, what do we want to do this time? The Gossip Girl tour." And I was like, "We were the oldest people by ten years." But the girl who was hosting um, the bus that we were on uh, was super rad, and she was like a fe- like a comedian. So we ended up going to see her at the comedy club because we were the only people old enough to be able to go see her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How many other television tours have you been on? Those are the only two. That's it? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Yes. Nothing cool. Just Sex in the City and Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've ever, I mean, I've gone on like the Universal Studios tour or whatever. But that oh, doesn't, yeah. That doesn't too. really count. Yeah. Um, no, I don't th- really think there's any television show tour I would care to necessarily go on mm-hmm. i guess the sopranos one if you go to the bada bing that'd be kind of cool yeah i, I don't know it. they're pretty cool like i it was worth the money it was about look like 30 or 40 bucks yep then i definitely wouldn't go yeah, yeah. oh no it's like a, yeah. a four-hour tour though and you get like free snacks and stuff like we got to, like when we went on the sex in the city tour we got like a free cosmo and um, we went to the <laughs> place where they got their cupcakes for a few of the episodes and went and had cupcakes saw the brownstone where carrie lived <laughs> Wow. Learned all kinds of things, too. I guess I have gone on the self-tour in Astoria of where they shoot the movie, like, like Goonies, the Goonies house. Oh, yeah. And the kindergarten cop uh, school and the motel where he lived. Oh, and I went on the Twin Peaks tour, but I did that myself. Just like a self-tour? Yeah. Mm. So we, um, yeah, my boyfriend at the time and I, uh, yeah, we drove to North Bend in Washington and drove all around like the entire day finding all the different sites from Twin Peaks. <laughs> drove around all these ma- these mountain roads for about 45 minutes trying to find like the dirt side of the road where the Twin Peaks sign was. <laughs> Finally found that I have pictures of me standing there where the sign was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, keepsakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that boyfriend just got married. <laughs> ah, well, okay. Yes. Oh, I didn't even tell you about this, about what Heather did to me on this guy's wedding day. What? So remember uh, long ago, long ago, my Fun Employment Radio friends, when I was talking about the um, ex-boyfriend that I had who, you know, was a very nice guy. We just kind of wanted different things, which is why I broke it off with him. And then he was uh, dating this girl who got into his Facebook account and blocked oh, me. Oh, yeah. 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 We talked. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a long time ago. So, uh, anyway, I haven't spoken to him in about, like, I don't know, maybe a year and a half. He since, um, you know, became engaged and is now married to this woman. Um, and so at the wedding, so Heather's good friends with him, my, my, friend, my buddy Heather, who we've had on the show before. And so she's at the wedding, and it's already, you know, awkward enough, because I haven't spoken to him in a long time. His, you know, wife now doesn't like me. So Heather's outside after the wedding ta- talking to me about the ceremony, and my ex-boyfriend comes out, and he's just like, oh, hey, Heather, you know, what's going on? So in a moment of panic, she decides that the best thing for her to do to my ex-boyfriend that, you know, not necessarily on the best terms, is to go like, oh, Sarah, hey, you know, your ex-boyfriend's here. Why don't you talk to him and say hi? So she gave him 15 minutes after he married this woman who, you know, has basically told him that she never wants him to talk to me again. She shoves the phone at him because she said she panicked. Well, why was she panicking? She's not doing anything wrong. Because she didn't want to make a big deal of the fact, you know, saying like, hey, I'm talking to Sarah and making it sound like it was weird. Why not just make up a name? I know. Why even say anything? I, I know he didn't ask Because, her, I mean, like, did he, like, really come up to her and be like, hey, Heather, 
I noticed you're talking on the phone. It's my wedding day. I have nothing else going on. Why don't I come say hi to you? I I, <laughs> I can see how it could have happened. She's apologized profusely. Like she's like, oh my. So anyway, so he gets on the phone, and I'm like, hey, how are you? He's like, <laughs> it's like the stupidest questions. I'm like, how are, how are you doing? Congratulations. He's like, oh, thanks. I'm like, oh, I heard. The wedding was really nice. And he's <laughs> That's like, just awkward for all around. It was so awkward. That's got to be even, probably even more awkward for him, though. Yeah. Like, I why mean, would just, he? He just got married, you know, 15 minutes earlier. In the middle of his wedding with all his family and friends, and he's talking to his ex-girlfriend. Now, I'm sure yeah. she would be very happy oh, to know yeah. that's what he was doing. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it was, uh, and he's just like, you know, very nice guy. So he's just, you know, we're talking. He's like, oh, yeah, it was great, blah, blah, blah. My friend's cell phone accidentally went off in the middle of it. And so, I, you know, was, at least I had that anecdote. So I was able to, like, you know, make a little bit of conversation. I'm like, oh, so I heard, you know, so-and-so's cell phone went off. Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, oh, yeah, that lightened the mood. I'm like, well, I really. That's just weird. I know. I'm like, I'm really uh, sorry. Uh, you know, happy for you. Congratulations. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that Heather was going to give me the phone. I didn't really expect to talk to you. I'm like, but, you know, congratulations. Best of luck. And he's like, okay, and like, never get the phone back to Heather. Hung up the phone. And I just, te- but I, I wanted to text message her to be like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> but then I was afraid he still had her phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would see the, you know, what? and so finally she text messaged back about five minutes later, and she there's just like in all caps, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry for doing that to you. I panicked. I'm like, dude, you owe me. Yeah, that's just all around awkward. <laughs> no. And it is, yeah, and it was kind of awkward because it was like it's also the first ex boyfriend I've had that um, has gotten married. Oh. Yeah. The big step. The big step. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring this up. Um, there's something that I noticed today that I didn't realize that uh, that happened. Did you know that bus drivers, when they're training, they have to drive around the bus and they have the big uh, thing on the front that says training bus? You know where it normally says like what bus like line it is? 14 Hawthorne or whatever? Yeah. It says no, training It says bus? training bus. I didn't realize that they did that. I don't know. That just seems that seems like that'd be extremely embarrassing to me if I were the one driving around in that. Why would it be embarrassing to be on a training bus? I don't know because this road here is so narrow. I'm surprised that anyone can maneuver them. Oh no, I understand that you need to train on it, but I don't. The fact that it says training bus on it, it just advertises. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, please <laughs> honk at me. Way. I am clearly terrible at driving this thing, even <laughs> was, if they are or not. Was there but, anybody on the training bus besides yeah. the driver? No, yeah, there was another person sitting back there, like giving them directions or something. Like I could see like hands moving around and like. I don't know. That just seems weird to me. That sounds I weird. I don't know why, but it. I've never seen. A I've never seen that. Bus. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I mean, I, you know, it makes sense. You got to train, but the fact that they have to advertise that it's a training bus. I mean, that's like when you have like a, one of those apology things. Like, sorry, no pickups. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I don't I'm know. not just, safe enough to drive you around the city <laughs> yet. It just reminds me of driver's ed. Did you ever do driver's ed when you were in? Oh yes. High school. Yeah. 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 I, did I had a crush that. on my driver's ed teacher. Really? Yeah, he was my friend Lauren's dad. Oh, yeah, a daddy crush. No, but he was really young too because he was young. Uh, Lauren, who's a guy, he was younger than me, and so his dad. I don't. He was just like really like handsome, just one of those like really good look. So it made me like extra nervous whenever I was driving, <laughs> <laughs> or like when I had to do my test. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, mine was uh, was our science teacher. Uh, I did not have a crush on him. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Mr. Martinson. Everybody just everybody behind his back called him Madman Marty, but you never, ever said that to his face. He would flip out if you said that to him. Because uh, I knew some people that did it, and he would actually chase the guy down outside of the school why, to find out who did it. Why Madman Marty? I don't know. I really don't know. 
Hmm. That's just what we all knew not to call him that, but everybody did behind his back. Um, but so he was the driving instructor and he, you know, he was kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember because uh, we would go in groups. So it'd be like three of us and we'd drive to him, like two people sitting in the back and then one person driver's seat and then him and the, you know, the passenger thing with the extra brake. Oh, yeah. With the like the uh-huh. oh shit brake. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I remember I, um, I, uh, I upset him quite a bit. Um, we were driving through Salem. I actually, I turned the wrong way on a one way street. Because I don't know, I you know, I'm, what do I know? And uh, so I remember turning down it, and it took him a second to realize it, and he just starts freaking out. He's like, oh, God! And he actually screamed that oh and started pumping the brake and grabbed the wheel and forced it off to the side. <laughs> and there were no other cars, like nothing happening, but he just flipped out on it. And then uh, the two guys in the back started laughing, in which that really set him off, too. He did not like that, that they were laughing at it. Like, we could have died! No, like... Wow, dude, you're terrifying me. Now I really don't (laughs) want to drive anymore. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Driver's head was, uh, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird with him, I got to say. That reminds me of when I first moved to Portland and I totally drove uh, down Hawthorne the wrong way. Because I was confused. Wait, how do you drive down Hawthorne the wrong way? Because I was, uh, it was after it turned into the one way. Oh, where's the one way? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just kept on going straight. (laughs) (laughs) Through that intersection? Through that intersection. Oh, wow. I don't know. I was... Like I, with you know, all of the signs clearly saying turn uh-huh. right, yeah, yeah. I think there were less <laughs> signs back then. This was about eight years ago, and I totally and a cop actually stopped me. You know, and I'm just like, wait, why are all these cars coming toward me? And this <laughs> cop like pulled up behind me, and he like followed me, and he was just like, pull over. And I pulled over. I'm like, what seems to be the trouble, officer? <laughs> he's like, you're going the wrong way. He's like, he actually said like, are you new here? <laughs> I'm like, yes. He's like, this is one way straight. I'm like, sorry. He was really cool. Oh, and just good. like let me go. They flipped to you and went back up Hawthorne. Wow. Yeah. Classy. Um, Driving's confusing. (laughs) I still feel completely brain dead. I'm I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I tried to, um, like, after last night, because it was so exciting last night, that um, usually when I do something exciting, like the night before, before I go to sleep, I end up having crazy dreams. And Mm -hmm. last night was no exception. I had another alien dream. Really? Another one. Again? Yep. I wasn't in it wearing pink gloves, was I? Nope. Okay, good. This one was weird, though. I was sitting on a bench looking over an ice field, like a field, but it was like covered in ice and snow, and there was like um, the cityscape, and there was this big building that kind of looked like the Space Needle, but rounder, kind of like almost a hamburger shaped. Okay. And it was on top of this thing, and then all of a sudden, all this mist came out of nowhere and was covering everything but that, and the light started flashing on top of the building, and then it disattached itself from, like, the Space Needle point and started, like, flying around and then landed in the ice field, and then all the aliens came out, of course, and so I'm trying to get away from them, and then they're just like, no, 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 come here. We need to, we need your help. He's like, we need you and five of your friends, and we're just gonna sit here and learn a little bit about your culture, then we're gonna leave. I'm like, what? Okay. So we walked to a grocery store, and What do the really, aliens look like? They kind of look like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> what? They were talking about how they had to put a, like, they wanted to look like a familiar human form. So it wasn't really what so, they looked like. A very comfort, with a very comforting voice. Yes. So uh, the alien I was talking to drink. looked like Alec Baldwin. Drink. Ham sandwich. And then he was asking me all about the food. <laughs> so I was walking around. Um, so they all looked like Alec Baldwin? No, there's just the one because oh, okay. he was their leader. Okay. And so he came down. So like set up this little table and it was like me <laughs> and Clyde Lewis. Who was our, our old coworker? Okay. And Claude Lewis and like my mom was there and then a couple of friends, I can't remember who, and then um and so he was just wandering around the grocery store and then asking me like what all the foods were. Like he didn't know what a watermelon was, so I was showing him a watermelon and I was cutting like I cut up a watermelon for him and he's like, Whoa And then that's my dream. Wow. 
just want to know all about food. Isn't that in Men in Black where it's, isn't it the space needle in Men in Black that becomes the uh, spaceship? I don't know. I or something seen that. like it. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. There, well, I mean, there's something like, I can't remember if, if it was the Space Needle or if it was just a building that looked like it. It might have been just a building that looked like it. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it, that's the same thing. It oh. like detached and became the spaceship. Well, there you go. Yes. Perhaps that's where it came from. I had a weird dream too, actually. Um, it was, yeah, it was really weird. But I know exactly where it came from, though. Uh, so the other night I watched a, uh, I'm trying to remember what the exact name of it is. You know, a woman's workout video? No, that was uh, that was this morning. Okay. Um, no, it was uh, like how to train your dragon or whatever. It's that uh, it's a cartoon, kind of or like the how to train your dragon. Yeah, how to train your dragon. Oh, is it one of those new shows that has just come out? Yeah, it's a, it's a movie. Okay, yeah, I've never yeah. heard of it. Yeah, and it's got it's got like a bunch of people from um, uh, oh, what's the. No, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on everything. From like, like, like some oh, of those okay. kind of people are, uh, provide the voices. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. It's definitely a kids movie, but it's all about you know they're riding dragons or whatever. So of course that's what my dream was that uh, I was riding a cartoon. What celebrity were you riding a dragon? dragon. With? Uh, I don't think there were any celebrities in it this time. Not that I can remember. Okay. I'm probably due for one though pretty soon. Um, See, I got a cool celebrity. I got an alien Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Mm. Alec Baldwin's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized we never called uh, Daniel Baldwin back. We should probably... I don't know why. Oh, yeah. That's been almost he's, a year now. He's called a couple of times. He but he hasn't called. left messages, though. I just see it pop up. Be like, Daniel Baldwin. Well, you know what? I think I might be doing the Portland Music Awards again this year. Oh, Yeah, for awesome. a week. So um, I'm sure that he will be there again. So we will solidify it this time. <laughs> we will get Daniel uh, see, Baldwin I'm, in studio. I'm kind of over it now. <laughs> We do have a guest in studio tomorrow, though. Yes, we do, which is going to be awesome. I'm really stoked about. So uh, Nick Kroll is mm-hmm. going to be joining us uh, tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio. And for those of you that aren't sure who he is, he's he actually he's good buddies with uh, Nick Thune. Mm-hmm. He's, he's done some... Those uh, Nicks stick together. Yep, those Nicks stick together. Uh, so he's done some videos with him, but he's also on the show on FX called The League. Which I want to watch a few... That's what I'm going to do tonight is watch a few episodes of that. Yeah. No, I've seen a couple episodes. It's really funny. I mean, it's, it's based around the fact that they have a fantasy football league and then, you know, they're all trying to screw each other over or whatever. But it's their entire lives besides that. That's just like one of the things that ties <laughs> them together. Um, but yeah, he is really funny. It's going to be kind of cool to have him in here. Wow. Did you know that he actually plays the parts of one of the... Um uh, one of the cavemen in the Geico commercials? Yes. I had no I idea. I forgot about that. I think uh, Kenny B told me that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's where he where he got one of his big breaks. All right, so yeah, he was in Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, let's see. He he was also in uh, VH1's Best Week Ever. He wrote for uh, The Chappelle Show. Wow. That's awesome. Wow, yeah, quite impressive. So uh, so yeah, so he's going to be joining us tomorrow. That's that's cool. That's going to be super cool. I know. I'm excited. Um, so yes, Nick Kroll. And he's younger than you. Is he? Uh-huh. He's 32. Why does that matter? It's like you might want to know. He's older than me. Well, you're older than a lot of people. <laughs> this is true. Not as many as you. Yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, he's also in Children's Hospital, which I've heard people talk about that. Yeah, it's I've heard people talk about that, too. I've and never I'd, seen it. No, I, I don't know what it is. Okay. I, I know it's supposed to be really funny, but maybe I'll have to watch some tonight, though, before... Uh, before he comes in tomorrow. Get a little prepared. Yes. Um, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Well, speaking of the league, nice. should we talk sports? Ah. Our fantasy football team sucks. I know. Um, all right. Yeah, let's do some ball talk. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> let's talk 
Balls. What's going on over there? <coughs> I had to cough when I did it, but I, I wanted to power through it. <laughs> so I saved the cough for the end. You went balls to the wall. That's right. Mm. I power through. I finish what I start. And so did the Blazers yesterday. The Blazers. Uh, beating Phoenix last night. It was awesome, it actually. It was beautiful. They actually came through in the fourth quarter, which is kind of a staple of Blazers of collapsing in the fourth quarter and, and screwing things up. They did not last night. They actually came through very well. And for all those people... That kept sending in texts that saying that I needed to get out of the building because I was jinxing them. Ha ha. Blazers won. See, I, I am. But you luck. know what? I believe the opposite because you were sitting there yesterday during ball talk saying that you don't really have faith in the Blazers. I didn't say I don't have, not have faith. faith, but you just you I thought that they should have that. made a bigger trade. I said, you know, I said I was I was unsure. That's all I said. I didn't say that I don't that I don't have faith. No, I no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say not okay. faith, but. Maybe you just thought that there have been a few missteps as they put together this team this year. Possibly, yes. And I think that's why they ultimately won. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to prove me wrong? No, I think so. (laughs) I think that they were trying to avoid the Greg Nibbler curse because as soon as you say that you think that, you know, something might not be, you know, 100% on, then all of a sudden they go and do something that they haven't done in a while. Well, I still am, if that's the case, I still question the direction of the Blazers for this year. Good job. Keep saying that. Nicholas Batum was awesome. Yeah. He is a badass. Dude, uh, that Steve Nash dude was He ridiculous. was thrown off of his game, actually. He was thrown off. Um, so, yeah, Steve Nash, which I, I got to say, I mean, Steve Nash is an amazing player. He's a Hall of Fame player. Um, but he did not look himself last night. Mm-mm. He was throwing errant passes and, and screwing up. He threw a pass right, into missed. the crowd, and I don't know if this was on TV, but Nate McMillan just stuck his hand up as uh, Steve Nash threw the ball and he just went yeah I remember oh. you talking about that and I missed yeah, it yeah I know because so you, you just like, palmed the ball yeah like, but he just palmed the ball because it was about ready to fly into the crowd behind him and he just went boink and grabbed it and then like tossed it to the ref I was like you are so badass and good looking in that suit <laughs> Nate McMillan is a badass oh dude he totally he's fucking stellar alright and that's all I have to say about that is he Rudy level <gasps> no but those binoculars came in handy watching Rudy and his sweet self Running up and down that court, <laughs> things all things getting all sweaty and jiggly. Oh, that's disgusting. Speaking of sweaty and jiggly, I accidentally this was uh, I was using the binoculars to look in and um, got to see Steve Nash picking the uh, shorts that were apparently riding up. Oh yeah, I forgot you saw picking him out of his butt. Yes, <laughs> yes I did. Uh, so yeah, we were close. Um, but yeah, so the the Blazers did win, which is awesome. They're gonna be taking on the Clippers next. Um, so. They should win that one, too. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good start. And it's mm. a little bit of revenge, even though it's not the same Phoenix Suns team. It's it's not the same team as last year that knocked us out of the playoffs. Because there's who? no Amari Stoudemire. But we still beat them. And who was that F.U. Toodaloo? Turkaloo. Turkaloo. Fuck you, Turkaloo. Yeah. Yes. So, Ahito Turkaloo. So, he's the guy uh, last summer. He was um, pretty much... He was uh, going between the Blazers and a couple other teams, made pretty much a public announcement saying that he was going to sign with the Blazers, came to Portland, walked around, they had everything ready, but apparently they hadn't actually signed the contract, Mm -hmm. and the Blazers even made an announcement about it, and then at the last second decided, oh, no, I'm going to go to Toronto, because his wife preferred Toronto over Portland. So that is why, and so he, so he ditched the Blazers at the last second. God, and every time he had the ball, everyone was just like, boo! He will always be booed in Portland. It yeah. obviously worked out really well in Toronto because they got rid of him. So uh, he, <laughs> had to, he, he went to Phoenix now. Uh, so yeah, Hito Turkaloo, no, not a fan. Fuck you, Turkaloo. Mm. Yes, forever. 
so so yeah, that was that was fun though. Actually, just booing him every time that he came out. It was. It was really <laughs> every fun time to he get was on the it. court or like every, anytime he had the ball, the entire crowd's just like boo. Every single person mm. too. Yeah, he's gonna have to deal with that. For Except the, for the uh, big lady sitting next to you. No, because she could express no emotion other than anger. With her. <laughs> yes. She was smacking her little sausage fingers together. <laughs> this is the sound of her clapping. She kept giving side glare glances too when I was like getting excited about stuff. I'm like, yeah, like jumping up and down, mm. or not jumping up and down, but like raising my hands. Everybody in our section yeah, was jumping, except for everyone was just like, yeah. And then she just know? do her little like, <laughs> like side glare over at me and just like, oh, plebeian, you don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, she's she's lovely. Um, lovely, lovely lady. Speaking of uh, lovely, the Miami Heat. Lost yesterday in their first game with the big three. So LeBron, Chris Bosh, and uh, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade all uh, teaming up, and they lost in Boston, which means that bar in Miami must have had to pay a huge tab because oh, that was yeah. the one where they were going to pay twenty five dollars of everybody's tab if uh-huh. the Heat lost. So uh, that did not work out well for them. So yeah, Miami Heat lost. Ha ha. And uh, it's it, it is going to be fun just watching uh, watching Miami lose. Uh, so that, uh, that also happened. NBA. I'm so happy the NBA has started now. It's a good time of year for sports. I had so much fun last night. Like, I didn't want the game to end. Like, it felt like it went by really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I forgot how short basketball games actually are. I'm just like, come on! Well, they are, but see, when you're not, like, watching commercials and stuff like that, you're actually there at the game. It just There's always action going on. Yeah. You know, even when they're on the sidelines. That's fascinating, too, just to watch mm-hmm. them talk back and forth and yell at each other. And, I don't know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, NBA is happening. Uh, also happening, the World Series. So the Rangers are at the Giants today. Actually, the game, I think, starts here pretty much uh, anytime. And uh, so the Rangers are at the Giants for the World Series, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching this one. Oh, is the game today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, game one is today. Uh, the first the first game what of the series. What time does it start? I think it actually starts right now. I believe it starts at 445 Pacific time. Oh. Uh, maybe 5 o'clock Pacific time, something like that. So, yeah, it starts uh, pretty quick. And so the um, yeah Rangers at the Giants... And the thing is, though, you know, since it's the World Series, it's hard to get tickets, and everybody's trying to get tickets for it. And there are uh, a bunch of different people offering up things, trying to get, uh, trying to get tickets, offering up on online. Nothing as elaborate as the woman that tried to offer uh, free sex for World Series tickets a couple of years ago for the Phillies, or maybe that was last year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at her, it's really not. The World Series tickets are worth more than that. Um, but uh, there's all kinds of other things going on right now. So. There's uh, tickets being offered up online for $20,000 a pair for uh, for tickets to, to the game. There's also some fans who are offering their beach homes in a trade for uh, for the game. There's uh, people offering up all kinds of different things. There's somebody offering up stock in their company that's about to go public. They're offering them like the first stock wow. in it. Yeah, all kinds of things. And uh, including... Um, up to, uh, I don't know, just a whole bunch of different things. But there's the one other thing going on, too, in relation to this. And this is uh, being offered by a marijuana bar in San Francisco. So anybody who is apparently at this marijuana bar while the game is going on, if the Giants hit a home run, everybody gets a free joint. What? Yeah. So and I don't, I don't really know how they work in California. I mean, obviously, I, I would assume you have to have a medicinal marijuana card. So is it like in a, a medicinal marijuana bar? I don't know. Like if you'll, I, if I don't you... really know how it works down there. I mean, because I know here they have those places, but it's you know just for medicinal marijuana in Oregon. So like you have to have a card and you can go in there. Yeah, the only marijuana bar I've ever been to is in Amsterdam. Yeah, well, and they have them in Vancouver too. Yeah, uh, BC, not 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 the coup. <laughs> not Washington. Not Washington. 
But yeah, so I guess if you go in there for however you get in there, you can get a free joint when the Giants hit a home run, which further um, elaborates on everybody's opinion that the Giants are a bunch of stoners. Tim Lincecum. Is he He's, a big stoner? Oh, yeah. Have you, you've seen his picture. Actually, you, you know, the Lincecum fuck yeah thing where he looks like the guy from Days to Confused, except for he doesn't grab his nose all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay. And I didn't realize this, too. Actually, my friend Lisa from San Francisco was talking about this. Apparently, he was busted for having uh, weed in his car just over uh, just over the Oregon border the kid in Washington. The kid from Days Confused? No, no, no. This guy? Tim Lincecum. Okay. okay. Yeah, because he's from, he's from Washington, actually. Originally, the state of Washington. So yeah, he was he was actually busted for having weed in his car, uh, passing through Portland into the Washington side. Oh boy! So, oh yeah. So anyway, free joints. Woohoo! And there we go. Um, and something else having to do actually uh, going back to the divisional series with the San Francisco Giants or the the National League Championship Series with the Giants in Philadelphia. Apparently, when the Giants were in Philadelphia, there were some patrons of a restaurant that the Giants were at that. Wanted to make an attempt to kind of throw them off a little bit. So I guess there were uh, several of the Giants were having dinner at a restaurant in Philadelphia. And there was a group of women that saw them over there and tried to convince the uh, the waiter to slip x lax into their food. What? Yeah. So they actually propositioned them. Um, they, they tried to convince this guy to, to do it. Apparently, he didn't end up doing it. But that's how much Phillies fans wanted to uh, get at the Giants over this thing. Try to slip x lax in their food. I mean, that, wow. that's going a bit a bit above and beyond. That's just silly. Yeah. I mean, I would be pissed if someone slipped x lax in something I was doing or eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I think most people would be pissed, actually, mm-hmm. if that were to happen. <laughs> they might be. Have you ever so taken x lax No. Yeah, me neither. You, you take that for being, like, stopped up? With, with I think so. I think that's the that's the loosener. Clean it out? Yeah. Yeah. No. Taking fiber pills. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> With your prune juice? Mm-hmm. Keep the pipes clean. <laughs> and I did have that um, colon cleansing once, which was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. It was the coolest thing ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I lost like five pounds like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I could ever do it. You say that now. It was really... Honestly, because there are some foods that your body just can't properly digest. At least that's what I believe, because that was what was in the pamphlet that they gave me. And then it just kind of cleans out all the stuff, you know, that won't come out naturally. Ew. That's why people, you know, like Elvis, you know, dies with like 40 pounds of shit inside of him. Because he couldn't properly digest, you know, all that stuff that was inside. I still couldn't do it. I just, no. Mm-mm. It just, uh, I, no, it couldn't go in that way. Well, then I won't bring you with me if I ever do it again. <laughs> I didn't know. Is it, is it like a team thing? Is it like something that you share no. experience with? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I did go with Rick, though. <laughs> but we were in separate rooms. <laughs> oh. And they had like Enya playing. Really? Mm-hmm. And they just shoot a hose up you? It's like a fire hose or something? You have to sit on the hose. What? Yeah. It's like a bidet type thing? Yes. But it was really uncomfortable at first, and then like there's a tube. There's a tube. Oh no! So it's self-administered. Yes. Well, I guess that's better than having someone else administer it. Yeah. Oh. And the warm water. Oh. Go, yeah. They start running. No, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I just don't think I could do it. I'm sure there are many health benefits to that, but uh, not. It's just not going to happen. 
I can't even figure out how to work a bidet anyway. That's like a bidet, but with a tube. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no thank you. Um, Nobody's forcing you to. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying I had... <laughs> I liked it. it. Sounds weird. Okay, stop it. Okay, uh, moving on. Notre Dame. Let's talk about college football for a second. So I'm not going to make my predictions today, but I will probably make them tomorrow. I know they're highly anticipated right now, uh, judging with all the things going on in college football. I know everyone's waiting on their bated breath for, for my predictions. They're waiting Notre- on their bated breath? Let's not draw attention to that part. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame. So Notre Dame is uh, actually in the middle of their losingest four-year period in the history of the school. So they in the past three and a half seasons, they have 25 losses, and all they need is one more, and uh, it will be the losingest period in, in four years in Notre Dame history, which, okay. is, which is fantastic. Uh, so... But uh, in order to celebrate that, actually, so there's a bunch of uh, students at the school. Usually Notre Dame is good, and they always get ranked, even though they shouldn't be, uh, because they suck. But uh, there's a bunch of students at this school that are actually planning on celebrating it, and they put out a public statement saying that when they actually break the record for the uh, record number of losses, they're going to storm the field and celebrate it like they had just knocked off the number one team or something like that, Mm -hmm. which I think is awesome. They're going to uh, actually embrace the fact that they suck now. And so uh, this is what's going to be happening with it, which will be funny to see on TV when they lose terribly to someone and they storm the field in celebration. That's awesome. That's all I had on that one. I just think it's Have you ever stormed a field? Uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, I've done it a couple of times. When I was a kid, I went to a U of O game. It was the same year that they went to, I think they they went to the Rose Bowl that year when I was uh, like, I don't know, like, it was a long time ago. But um, but yeah, I I stormed the field for that. It was when you were like nine. Um, drink your prune juice. but uh, <laughs> Fiber pills. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I stormed the field for that. And then Oregon State, I think I did a couple of times. Although I missed the big game when we, we beat Stanford. I don't even know if it was for anything. I can't remember if Stanford was even ranked. It was just the fact that we won. Mm-hmm. It was like a big deal. And they stormed the field and tore down the goalposts. And there was, a, there was all kinds of problems with that. And they actually ripped up the field because we were supposed to be getting uh, turf the next year. So everybody ripped up the field. Or... or Vice versa, I think we were supposed to go to grass the next year. And so they ripped up the field. And then Oregon State decided, oh, no, actually, we we, we don't want to do that. We wanted the <laughs> Just turf. Just kidding. So they had to buy all new turf for it. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I've done it. It's fun. It's a good time. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it happen. I saw it happen in a WSU game, but I didn't partake in it. Oh, really? It was that one time they won. <laughs> can you pass me another yes, sandwich? Yes, I can. Uh, all right. There we go. And finally, in ball talk, we have to talk about... (laughs) Thank you, Greg. I'm a little off. Uh, We have to talk about the sad news from yesterday, of course. Oh. Paul the Octopus. Paul the Octopus. Paul the Octopus. Paul the Octopus. We love you. Paul the Octopus. Wait. Yes. Maybe we should play that. (laughs) I've been... I've had such a hard time getting this song out of my head. I have been thinking about it all day. I've received messages actually from some of my friends that are pissed off that we played that because now they're kind of stuck. We love you. So, yes, Paul the Octopus announced, uh, I believe it was yesterday actually, that he, uh, well, or maybe it was Sunday, that, that he had passed away uh, at the age of two and a half. 
Well, now conspiracy theories abound Uh-oh. regarding Paul the Octopus. So there's a uh, so there's apparently a director, uh, Zhang Zhao, who is directing a movie called Who Killed Paul the Octopus? And he is making a claim that the creature actually died before the final of the World Cup was played. What? That the original Paul the Octopus died and was secretly replaced with a different octopus. With another psychic octopus? With another psychic octopus. Except for that is it he's only like kinda psychic because well, he see, only had to yeah. pre- like predict by like one. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he predicted against Germany. Oh. So um there's a yeah, there's quite a bit of theory th- saying that he died on in, on July 9th. Uh, two days before the World Cup final, and that uh, the Germans have been covering up this death. Whose theories are these? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, this guy's crazy um, octopi death. Crazy conspiracy guy. Theorist? He's, he's uh, well. He says that he's been for the movie. This is these are his words for the movie. We had done quite a lot of investigation, and I am sixty percent to seventy percent sure. I don't know how he came up with these numbers. That Paul died on July 9th. And the Germans have been covering up his death and fooling us for a long time. Well, they're fooling us no more. Someone's going to get to the bottom of this. If Paul passed away and they replaced him with some half-Paul, some imposter Paul, well, there's a big problem with that. Some mediocre Paul. Some mediocre Paul, yes. So, uh, allegedly, Paul the Octopus did die well, about three months ago. So uh, That we'll, makes me a little sad. It does. It bothers me. I, I don't like being fooled with this. Um, so they're, uh, they are investigating it, and someone will, will try to get to the bottom. The aquarium is denying the claim, which is exactly what they would be doing if they were guilty. Mm-hmm. They would deny it. They would. So um, There is a big conspiracy then. There's a I lot of conspiracy no going on about this, and I cannot wait. And actually, the, this director is calling it a thriller. Who killed Paul the Octopus? So apparently it's going to be a thriller. Now, is it going to be like a look who's talking kind of thing where like the voice of Bruce Willis is going to talk for Paul? No, I think it's more of like a documentary, like, uh, you know, um, like, uh, I don't know, something some like the the Columbine movie yes. or something like Bowling okay. for Columbine, something like that. You know, something hard hitting journalism. Moore. That's what I mean. It, yeah. it, it could be something like that. I mean, this is a huge issue. This is a worldwide issue and Drake. someone needs to look into it. Um, but there's also this news coming out. The aquarium. You mean there's more? Oh, there's more Paul the Octopus news. We never get tired of that. So Does that mean we should... Yes, I think so. Again. Okay. Here's what's happening. So, allegedly, the aquarium is planning to replace Paul with a French octopus. So, Paul, of course, as you find out in this song, was born in England, but lived now in lives Germany. In Ger- yeah. Lived. Lived in Germany. Well, this new octopi, octopus is from, uh, from France. So it's a French one that they're going to uh, bring in to the aquarium. But here's the thing that actually pisses me off about this. They're going to name him Paul. What? They're naming him Paul. Is he, It's going to be like Paul the second? No. Just Paul the Octopus. Apparently they can come up with no other names for this than Paul. I think the name Paul the Octopus should be retired. No, it, it should. should. Be, there should be never be another octopus named Paul. No, especially a psychic one. Like maybe in no. a different genre, like maybe, you know, like a no. tennis playing I don't even think then. I don't even think it should be. I, I think Paul should be retired. Should go to the Hall of Fame, Soccer Hall of Fame. His body should be uh, entombed or something like that. You know, a shrine developed. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Because, yeah, there should not be another Paul the Octopus. And that also bothers me. Why can't they come up with something other than Paul? Really, do you have no creativity? Doesn't give you a lot of faith in the, in the country. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know. They're pretty good at covering things up. So, uh, yes, 
That is your conspiracy theory for today <laughs> regarding Paul the Octopus. We will do our best to get to the bottom of it. Maybe we should uh, see if we can get uh, Zhang Zhao on the show to share his, uh, I think we his, should. his theories about who killed Paul the Octopus. Thriller coming to your theaters soon. Or never. Or never. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Um, we should also, uh, before we do, do you have a lot of stuff for World of Crazy? Oh, I have stuff. Is there craziness? There's crazy. Oh! Um, there always. <laughs> well, we should also talk about on the new website. So you'll notice that the advertisements are, are on the other side, our sponsors, the links to our sponsors, mm-hmm. uh, from where they were normally. So, um, But they're all still there, and including audible.com, which actually, if you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, you can still get a free Audible book um, just by going there, courtesy of them and, and us. And it is a fantastic site. I finally, well, I think I talked about how I finally got done with the one book that I was listening to, Doom and Key. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to get another one, though. There's a, I don't know what to get, though. There's so many different choices on there. Well, I know where you could get one, Greg. Yes. <laughs> Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. Um, that would be awesome. And it's free. Free audiobook. Helps us. Helps them. And we appreciate it. And everyone is happy. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> My brain is not fully working. What's different? Hey, <laughs> singer! Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Why did you do that? I don't know. Wow, Greg is really nutty today. Yeah, I'm really, I'm... Your I'm hair off. always shows, like the I'm tilt of your sun... Like you're not wearing your beanie, so I can't mm-hmm. like tell the crazy tilt, that your sunglasses are like... Bleh. Yeah, my hair's pretty nuts today, too. I think it's growing out of your brain. (laughs) It's directly implanted. First story up, one of our favorite people in the world back in the news. Who's that, Greg Nibbler? Who? Uh, Lady Gaga? One of our favorite people. Tila Tequila? Tila Tequila! Yes! Allegedly kidnapped a woman from her Texas home, held her at gunpoint, threatened her, and then tried to extort her. Claims Gary's son in court documents obtained by RadarOnline.com. So uh, Gary wrote in the documents his current girlfriend, Shyla Jennings, was a kidnap victim of Tila Tequila's. So Shyla was kidnapped from her home in Houston, Texas, and was flown to Los Angeles under the watchful eye of Miss Tila Tequila. Yes. Tila then drove to my home address with four armed men with guns threatening to kill me and threatened my father, who was also at home. The event later led to extortion in order to save my life. Uh, Tila Tequila, or I don't even know how to pronounce her real name, uh, Tien Win? Ah, whatever. Yeah, uh, Tila Tequila. Hired four men armed with guns to execute the kidnapping. So uh, he alleges, yeah, he alleges that Tila Tequila showed up at his house, kidnapped his girlfriend Surprise, with four men. <laughs> with four men. Hello, good looking. <laughs> so, supposedly he had to pay her off to get his girlfriend back. None of this really makes sense. Uh, so, it, the incident supposedly took place on October 18th and 19th, and uh, he filed for a temporary restraining order yesterday afternoon. So, why did he? Why did she select supposedly? Supposedly, she knew he had money. So she kidnapped his girlfriend and then tried to extort money from him so he could get his girlfriend Shyla back. And she actually showed up at the door in this kidnapping scheme. She showed up at the door. To show herself and and go about that. I don't think she really understands how kidnapping works. I I don't think she understands how anything works. No, 
No. No. So supposedly she <laughs> showed right. up with four armed men, kidnapped the girl for extortion, and now Gary's son wants his money back. Son was also one of Tila Tequila's uh, ex-boyfriends and claimed to have dated her. He was also uh. a former photographer. Well, his new girlfriend, the kidnapped victim, Shyla Jennings, is an adult film star. Credibility all around. Woo! So he didn't bother to call the, call the uh, authorities when Tila Tequila shows up at your door and with four arms. And kidnaps his porn star girlfriend <laughs> for money. Surprise, it's Tila Tequila, bitch. Yeah, that just seems... Um, Far-fetched? Yes, slightly. <laughs> Although it's Tila Tequila, who knows? That's true. She was the one claiming to have like a Russian magical baby and then like... Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she was married to a woman who was passed away for a week before she even knew. Oh, yeah. Casey Johnson. Yeah. Forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. All right. Onward and upward. Okay. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Uh-oh. This one's for you. I've got good news. Does it have to do with the girl from the Lady Gaga spoof video? It does not. Oh, okay. Taller men are more likely to develop testicular cancer than short men. Oh. Win for the short guys, I guess. I, I don't know. Scientists have found that for every two inches above the average height of five foot nine inches, the risk from the disease of testicular cancer increases by 13%. Huh. And if you're significantly shorter, like you are, than five foot nine, I'm not significantly then your shorter. risk goes way, way down. When did five foot nine become the average height? I don't believe that's true. Dr. Michael Cook from the National Cancer Institute in Maryland who led the research, said the study showed a link between height and testicular cancer, but we still do not understand why increased height raises a man's risk of testicular cancer. Five foot nine is not the average height. I don't believe this at all. Greg Nibbler, king of the little people. <laughs> Five foot six. I wouldn't brag about that. Unless you're at the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Oh, I didn't go there this year. You still have time, dude. I know. I do need to make it out there. It's an annual. I've done it two years in a row now. I've gone out to uh, do the roll-offs. Say hello to my buddies. I feel so huge. I'm huge. (laughs) Now, this is good news for both of us. Okay. So, new studies are now suggesting that there's a correlation that smart children grow up to be heavy drinkers. Really? Yes. The, so there's a correlation between intelligence and a thirst for alcohol. <laughs> so it is saying this new study, it's in psychology today, uh, that excessive drinking is just a sign of your intelligence. So according to two long-term studies, there's a correlation between smarts and alcohol. The more intelligent children in both studies grew up to drink alcohol more frequently and in greater quantities than less intelligent children. I don't really believe this study, to be honest. I don't think it has any Are you any saying I'm not smart, Greg? <laughs> Were you blind with your logic? No. Uh, all right, so why might this be the case? Here's some of the okay, examples. all right. So some people say it's all about evolution. So drinking alcohol was unintentional, accidental, and haphazard until about 10,000 years ago. Smart people are generally early adopters, and in the context of human history, the substance of alcohol and the method of consumption are both an evolutionary novel. So you're saying that Tila Tequila is basically a genius. No, isn't she sober? <laughs> right. Alcohol also makes up for the boring years in your life. <laughs> so all the studying in uh, childhood repressed kids, uh, all the studying that kids did in childhood, they repressed them so much that they're still trying to compensate well into adulthood for all the fun that they missed. 
And finally, the biggest reason right. that this study actually says is drinking is the only way that smart people can deal with morons. <laughs> <laughs> smart people drink a lot so they can tolerate everyone else. It's all your fault. <laughs> when sober, smart people tend to take people's responsibilities at literal face value. Our responses at literal face value. But after a few drinks, smart people can relax a bit, stop being so anal with semantics, and let comments slide a bit. <laughs> See? There we go. Cheers. Cheers. God, so this so guy smart. must be super, super He's smart. Genius. <laughs> this guy is <laughs> fucking most genius man alive right here. <laughs> Tipsy, angry postal worker dumps two, uh, 32,000 pieces of mail in the woods. The ch- <laughs> Newman. <laughs> that was the fart tagline. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> the check might be in the mail, but the mail is in the woods. A man is accused of dumping three bins of 32,000 pieces of mail en route to a U.S. Postal Service facility because, quote, he was bored and felt like it. The driver for the postal contractor dumped off the mail in a wooded area. After it was discovered, he told the investigators that he was having some personal issues at home and that he had been drinking. He said he was planning on coming back and delivering the pallets another time, but never got around to it. So he just dumped it? He just left 32,000 letters in the middle of the woods because he was having personal issues and had been drinking. Wow. The postal worker has been charged with desertion of males. Really? Mm-hmm. Guess it's Is that thing. plural? Yeah, males. I never knew that. Mm. Huh. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Males and octopi. Yes, there we go. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, go. go no, I was just going to say, that's... um. I love that speech what... from Newman. That's one of the best ones from Seinfeld. Newman. Why do postal workers always go crazy and kill people? Yeah. Because the, ne- the mail never stops. <laughs> It just keeps coming. Newman was my favorite character. I yeah, loved him. me too. Um, I loved him in Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. He was kind of a little asshole in mm-hmm. that. First kill. Well, then he got all skinny. Did in he? In real life. Yeah, yeah. Weird. He had that, the gastric bypass thing. And so he mm. was uh, he was all scrawny, but I think he gained it all back now. Oh, okay. So he's back to uh, big Newman. He needs. To, he's a big guy. He needs yeah. to be a big guy. Don't fight against it. No. Yeah. You're perfect. All right. Um, we love you just the way you are. Yes. Uh no, but that it always worries me about mail and mail carriers. Well, you know, I was having that problem, you know, um, a month ago. Oh, yeah, ago where your letters kept disappearing. Yeah, where no mail would show up and no mail would be taken. I mean, those guys have so much power of stuff to do. Oh, yeah, I got somebody else's mail the other day, which was really awkward. It looked like it was a uh, personal postcard written to the address. It was the wrong street. It was, oh. it was a street similar to my name, uh, like similar to my address, but it was... Definitely, it was addressed correctly, and the mailman delivered it to me. And it was this personal postcard for some from some photographer in New York, directed at a male friend of his, and uh, with quite a personal message. Oh, really? Written on it, yeah. Like something romantical? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was, I don't know, some kind of romantic uh, correspondence that got delivered to my house, so I <laughs> read it. I didn't have to open it. I mean, it was right there. That's it's true. Like, you know, I never read anything personal on postcards because I figure no. everybody would read them. Yeah. Just like you never read anything personal on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I put it back in the mail. So hopefully it made it to its place. But uh, it was after my perusal. Do you ever, like, get, if you get random mail that's not yours, do you ever hold it up to a light just to see what's in it? Mm-mm. Oh, me neither. Never done that. In other news... I have a theme song for this one. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have to, I'm going to pull this bad boy up. Uh, 
this is from. In 28 Days Later news, a new virus has jumped from a monkey to a scientist. A never-before-detected strain of virus that has killed more than one-third of a monkey colony at a U.S. lab appears to have jumped from the animals to sicken a human scientist for the first time in history. Although it's an unusual move for that type of virus, the researchers stress that there is no cause for alarm at this time. There is no evidence that the virus has spread beyond the single scientist that it has infected, nor is there even proof that the virus would be transmittable between humans. Well, Although there is no explanation as to why the scientist became infected. But I thought that's how HIV started. It was transmitted from monkeys to humans. I don't know. Isn't that, uh, is that just like a myth or something? I, I thought that's how I, HIV yeah, actually, started. It was from, well, there's different theories, but. Yeah. Contact with. Monkeys? With monkeys, yeah. Whether eating them or, or other means. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I, I just always assumed that was true. Mm. I don't is know. Is that not the case? We'll have to look it up. Hmm. Oh, it goes on to say, still, there's very strong evidence to suggest a cross-species transmission event happened here, said the lead investigator on the case, Dr. Charles Shu, an assistant professor of laboratory medicine and infectious diseases at the University of California. I don't think people should be worried about this right now. It's more of a worry to public health officials monitoring these new viruses that have potential for causing outbreaks. This among, is upsetting. Among the monkeys, the virus was highly contagious and deadly. Of the 55 monkeys housed at the center, 23, about 40%, became seriously ill with upper respiratory systems uh, symptoms Excuse me, that progressed to pneumonia and to an inflammation of the liver. 19 monkeys, or about 83% of those infected, eventually died. Broad-spectrum antibiotics did not help the monkeys at all. The scientist who fell ill had been in close contact with the monkeys. She became seriously ill with pneumonia around the same time that the monkeys were falling ill. Professors are now trying to determine the origin of the virus, including whether or not it started as a monkey virus or began as a human one and was passed to the monkeys. Since no new monkeys have been introduced to the colony in six years, one possibility is that the virus had been circulating undetected. The new strain, however, has never before been identified. La la la. Wow. In other news, a man has been arrested for allegedly ejaculating on a woman in a library. Okay, that's a little more normal. A man has been arrested after he ejaculated a woman and exposed himself <laughs> to her as she was reading a Stephen King book in a library. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. This is terrible, but... Police say the female was sitting in the library when a man walked past her, started grunting, and ejaculated on her arm. Oh! When the female turned to the man standing beside her, he was standing with his genitals exposed, slapping his penis from side to side. <laughs> the man fled the library, then returned briefly, and then fled again as the woman was reporting <laughs> the incident to the police that she had called. Campus security chased the man, but he was able to flee in his car. This is the worst phrase ever. DNA evidence was obtained from the woman's arm. Oh! She did not know the man, but was able to provide a description of him to the police. She was reading a Stephen King book? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, what they're are you reading like, there? Oh, you know, what, 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 don't make us sound like I'm dumb and read one of them. They're oh. Twilight books. Oh, my God. You're reading The Shining. Oh. 
Officers used the victim's description and surveillance video to identify the suspect as 29-year-old Ortiz Sayu of Baltimore, Maryland. He is now facing charges of second-degree assault and indecent exposure. La, 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 wow, la, Wow, that's fucked up. I would probably punch somebody if they did that to me. I think that would be the proper reaction. Yeah. I would say a swift kick would be more appropriate. That's true. Yeah. That's... Wow. And finally... All right, so we all remember Richard Heaney, right? Richard Heaney, That's the a Balloon Boy dad? Balloon Boy's father. Okay. Richard Heaney back in the news because he's not only an asshole, he's an adventurer. So Richard Heaney is now promoting his new invention called the Bear Scratch. So this is a little more... Uh, wow, that's funny because the Balloon Boy Day was the beginning of the end for us. So it's a little more uh, than a year after the Colorado Balloon Boy saga that gripped much of the world. The man behind the hoax is selling homemade back scratchers. And we have audio. Richard Heaney, who served 28 days uh, in jail time for his part in an elaborate hoax involving one of his children in a helium balloon, moved his family to Florida last August. Uh, now Richard Heaney is using the internet to sell a $20 bear scratch back scratcher, which consists of a 36-inch length of tree branch with holders that attach to a wall. And I have the infomercial, so I'm going to go ahead and pull that up. Oh, that's awesome. Because I could read some quotes for it, or I can just let the man himself just read them for you. So here's Richard Heaney and his stick that you bolt to a wall to scratch your back. Oh, oh, oh. If you it's like a son of a twitch. There's only one thing to do the job. Hi, I'm inventor Richard Heaney. If you itch like a son of a twitch, then you need my latest invention, the patent-pending bear scratch. Check it out. You never walk out in the woods and see a bear bring off a branch to scratch his back. No, he uses the entire tree. Order it at bearscratch.com. The secret is in this natural textured wood and all these tiny knots. It gives you a deep, deep, penetrating scratch. Now he's demonstrating. Oh, man, this thing feels good. This thing's strong. Oh. Oh, God. Now that's a bear scratch! That is a bear scratch! Ah! I'm telling you, man, that's what I'm talking about! One move for a 36-inch groove! Keep on batching for a full scratching! Bear scratch is so easy, you just stick, screw, sway, and scratch! Go ahead, ask someone to scratch your back. It's always the wrong spot. Not with bear scratch, you get the exact scratch where you want it. You can pay $7 for a lightweight back scratcher. I mean, come on, man, look at this. These bow, bend, and break, not bear scratch. It's two and a half inches of thick material. You can own your own bear scratcher only $19.99. Imagine paying $7 for that wimpy one or $19 for the heavy duty one. I'll take the heavy duty one any day of the week. It cleans up so easy because it's got a thick, hard gel coat. Still going. Just check out these super strong steel bear trap brackets. Can't find your back scratcher, huh? Well, there it is right there. Huh? That's bear scratch. Where is it? There it is. Where is it? It's right there. It's right here. Oh, yeah. Bear scratch. You can't lose it. No, no, no. Okay, fuck you. No, I got it. I got it. If you order your bear scratch before Thanksgiving, we're going to donate 5% of the profits to the Salvation Army to feed some hungry people. Let's get some turkeys on the table, all right? They were there for us when I needed them. Hey, let's give it back. We're going to give 5% to the Salvation Army to feed some hungry people. Bear Scratch is fun for the whole family. It makes a great gift. Let's make this the best deal in the whole world. Okay, bear size my order. How about that? 
bear size my order, you get two bear scratches for $29.99. That's a real good deal. Now, you can get yours at bearscratch.com. That's one bear scratch for $19.99, which is a great deal. This or is a piece of wood strapped to your wall. There's nothing done to it. How long is this commercial? Is this it's almost done. <laughs> Honey! I don't need you anymore! I can do it myself! That could be the greatest commercial that's ever been created. Uh, is there a video with that? Yes. Oh, there's... It's all a video. Please, can we post that? Oh, I, it's I didn't be a, get to watch it. And no. I, it's the most incredible thing, watching a crazy person rub his back against a stick that is shackled to a wall. That is pretty much the greatest thing ever. It is one of the most amazing things I've I ever seen. I think I'm getting everyone I know a bear scratch. What is, what is it called again? Bear scratch patent pending. Bear Okay, patent <laughs> Well, of course. Something of this magnitude, you know, they need to go over it just to make sure that's... That's what it's actually called, too. Bear scratch patent pending. <laughs> wow. That's what I've got for you today, my friends. That is my world of crazy... What do you get to see him like writhe on the wall? I I cannot wait to watch this. No, it's incredible. Like him demonstrating it, because you know what classes it's... up your place more than anything. Shackling sticks to your wall. <laughs> I mean, that's when people will just be like, "Well, fuck! I thought that they were kind of trashy, but now they're wait like, a minute. Wait, there's a stick on the oh, wall. Oh, that feels good. He made me excited about the product. You're way too excited about it. It's, it sounds incredible. And I haven't even seen the seen the video of it. I always like, because I watched it before. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just going to be good audio. Or, yeah, or video. I'm like, okay. And then I listen to it. I'm like, oh, this is just as good even without it. But the it, video makes it a thousand times better. And uh, that video will be posted at funemploymentradio.com, mm-hmm. which is uh, our website, in case you didn't know that. Is that what it is, crazy? Yes. Okay. It's crazy right now. Tomorrow on the show, Nick Kroll. Yes. Yeah, going to be joining us, which is uh, so really excited. cool. I'm actually, I think I'm going to watch some of the league tonight, too. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, brush up on that. And um, that's. I want to ask him about those Geico commercials. He probably gets it all the time, but I don't know. Those things are everywhere. how many times everywhere. have we got an opportunity to meet yeah. him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so, yes, joining us tomorrow, Nick Kroll. And don't forget, you can always send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Check out our new website and let us know what you think. Uh, send us an email, go to the forums, which that link is right there at the top of the page. Mm-hmm. And voice your opinions on everything. And people do. Pretty much about everything. Yes. Good or bad. That's what they do. Um, I have to go to the forum on, a, on strong days. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, There's a whole section devoted to pointing out things we do wrong. Oh, Yay. Yay. <laughs> no, actually, it's pretty cool. Um, all right. We will be back tomorrow. Back tomorrow? Damn it. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Popular catcher strikes. <gasps> oh, do you remember we were doing that on the bus the other day? Oh, yeah, we were. That was so funny. I think everyone thought that we were crazy. Yeah. Well, because we are. Well. Oh, wait, I have something to close this with. Ready? Yes. Oh, man, this thing feels good. This thing's strong. Oh. Ah, God. (laughs) Now that's a bear scratch. That is a bear scratch.